Motiversity family, it's Marcus Taylor. And I want to thank you for tuning in to the Motivation Daily Podcast by Motiversity, one of the top 50 podcasts in the world. If you enjoy listening to Motiversity and this podcast, you need to download the Mindset Daily Motivation app. On it, you'll gain access to thousands of motivational speeches, including Motiversity's and mine. And now, with the new Mindset Alarm feature, you can start each day with purpose, waking up to powerful audios like this one. You may be average, you may be ordinary, but you have the opportunity every single day to make extraordinary decisions. And what you do today will determine your future. To download Mindset, just go to MindsetApp.com or search for Mindset Daily Motivation on the Apple or Google Play Store and listen to motivational speeches while getting ready for the day. Click the link to download Mindset now and get ready to transform your life. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's your time worth? You're a university student. Well, it's certainly worth minimum wage, because obviously, but it's worth way more than that, because if you spend a productive hour when you're 20, then you gain the benefits of that hour for the rest of your life. So there's the compounding effect of time spent when we were young. So I say, well, let's assume your time's worth 50 bucks an hour, which I think is an underestimate, but whatever, let's call it 50. We call it 25, but we'll call it 50. If that's $2,000 a week, you're wasting. It's $100,000 a year. It's like, how much better would your life be if you weren't wasting $100,000 a year? The Da Vinci Code. Everyone liked that. It sold a lot. And, you know, it was full of little mysteries. and It was full of hints that there was more to the world than you think, and which is definitely true. And that, you know, there was a way of getting access to that knowledge and that it would really be worthwhile. And people like that. They like that idea. And the reason for that is because it's actually it's true. Learn to write. I'm, I'm dead serious. 
Like, I'm dead serious about that. Um, because writing is formalized thinking. And so the way you write is, first of all, you need a problem. Because why write if you don't have a problem? So this is good advice if you're just writing an essay, by the way, for your classes. It's like, pick a bloody problem that you want to write about, because otherwise it's false right from the start. It's up to you to engage with the material until you find something that grips you, that you desire to investigate. Okay, so you need a problem. Well, the next thing you need to do is, well, you need to have something to say about the problem. Well, so, reading. Reading is really good for that. Read as much as you can, get your, your hands on that addresses the problem. Okay, so now, now, you, now you know a bunch of things, or at least provisionally know them. You at least have access to them. Well, now you start, you start sorting through it. It's like, okay, well, maybe I need to summarize what I've learned. And then I need to iron out the contradictions between what I've learned. And I need to elegantly formulate that. And, and I need to get my word choice right, and my phrase choice right, and my sentence choice right, and I need to organize the sentences into proper paragraphs, and the paragraphs into proper sequence so that I have a coherent argument. And at the same time, what you're doing is, is you're, 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 um, you're integrating your own personality at the highest and most abstract level of organization, and you're sharpening your tools, and you're putting yourself straight because you're learning to think. You learn to do that by writing. Many, many years, you hone your words. They're, they're the most powerful thing about you, bar none. If you are an effective writer and speaker and communicator, you, you have all the authority and competence that there is. And so you're at university. Maybe you're taking humanities degree. Well, that, what's the humanities degree for? It's to teach you how to think. You learn to think by writing. Now there's more to read, to speak, and all of that, but the best thing you can do is read and write every day, a couple of hours every day. Write about things you find important and see if you can see if you can discover what you believe to be true. And that'll build you a foundation. And it's unbelievably practical. Like if you look at people who are phenomenally successful across life, there's various reasons, but one of them is is that they're unbelievably good at articulating what, they, what they're aiming at and strategizing and negotiating and, 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 and enticing people with a vision forward. It's like, get your words together, man. That's, that makes you unstoppable. And that, that's really, that's the core of the humanities, that idea. Get your words together. Make yourself an articulate creature. And then you're, you're deadly in the best possible way. So, and take that seriously. The best thing you can do is teach people to write, because there's no difference between that and thinking. And one of the things that just blows me away about universities is that no one ever tells students why they should write something. It's like, well, you have to do this assignment. Well, why are you writing? Well, you need the grade. It's like, no, you need to learn to think, because thinking makes you act effectively in the world. Thinking makes you win the battles you undertake. And those could be battles for good things. If you can think and speak and write, you are absolutely deadly. Nothing can get in your way. So that's why you learn to write. It's like, well, I can't believe that people aren't just told that. It's, it's, it's like, it's the most powerful weapon you could possibly provide someone with.
And I, I mean, I know lots of people who've been staggeringly successful and watched them throughout my life. And those people, you don't want to have an argument with them. They'll just slash you into pieces. And not in a malevolent way. It's like, if you're going to make your point and they're going to make their point, you better have your points organized because otherwise you are going to look like and be an absolute idiot. You are not going to get anywhere. And if you can formulate your arguments coherently and make a presentation, if you can speak to people, if you can lay out a proposal, God, people give you money, they give you opportunities, you have influence. That's what you're at university for. And so that's what you do. So you, that's, you're, in, you're in English, right? You're, and yeah, new languages anyways. It's like, yeah, teach, teach people to be articulate because that's the most dangerous thing you can possibly be. So, and that's motivating if people know that. It's like, well, why are you learning to write? Because you're, here's your sword, here's your M16, right? Here's your bulletproof vest. Like, you learn how to use them. You students, you might think in your more cynical moments that you have to offer your professors what they want and gerrymander the content of your language to suit their predilections or what you consider to be their predilections. First of all, it's a very small minority of professors who are corrupt enough to punish you for producing a high-quality essay that they don't agree with. And, and though that's reprehensible, but it's, it, it doesn't happen very often. But more importantly, it's, it's, uh, it's the highest academic sin to do that. Because what you're here to do is to learn to find your true voice. And every time you deviate from that for expedient reasons, you corrupt yourself. And not in a trivial way. Because when you formulate your arguments, that, that becomes a permanent part of your character. You carry that with you. It becomes part of the structure through which you view the world. And it guides your actions. And so you hold your words pristine. And you work in a dedicated way to become as articulate and clear as you can possibly become. And there's nothing that's more practical and noble than that at the same time. If you come out of here able to speak and think and write, no matter where you go, like you're, you're headed for, for the pinnacle and hopefully in a, in, a, in a way that's positive for everyone. Heard a wise person say, either you run the day or the day runs you. You didn't wake up today to lose. But only you get to choose how this day will go. You woke up today to win. So let's start it off the right way. Our ultimate goal is to be more productive today than we were yesterday. Our ultimate goal is to be more productive tomorrow than we were today. So I need you to mentally get yourself focused. I need you to mentally get yourself locked in. I need you to mentally prepare to go dominate this day. See, if you want to be more productive, you need to become a master of your minutes. You need to become a master of your time and not fall into that state of overwhelm. Oh, I know, because I've been there. And right now, you got a lot of things to do today. But the problem is, it's all in your mind. It's all in your brain. Because how can you hit a target that you can't see? How can you make a basket on a goal that you don't have? 
We want massive production. And not just busy work. Yeah, you know the things that you need to do. But you don't have it mapped out. Your internal GPS is not set. Your internal GPS is not locked in. And that sets you up to not be very productive today. Focus on being productive instead of just busy because you can do a whole lot of stuff in a day and have nothing to show for it. And that means tomorrow, you right back at square one, wondering where the time went. Step one, step two, step three, step four. I'm doing this at 7.45, I'm doing this at 8.30, I'm doing this at 10.30, I'm doing this at 12.30. That's how you become more productive. by knowing what you need to accomplish and knowing when you need to accomplish it. You don't need more time in your day. You need to decide. You need to make a decision. You need to have a well thought out plan. Procrastination usually comes from several factors. Feeling anxious about the task, insecurity about your ability to complete the task, or thinking there's a lot of time to get the task done, even if there isn't. Not only is procrastination a common problem, but it leads to more stress and can affect the academic performance of students to a devastating degree. According to a study by Study Mode Student Psyche Report, distraction was found to be the most common reason for procrastination. This is followed by feeling overwhelmed and unable to decide where to start. Not only does procrastination affect students' grades, but it can also be detrimental to their physical and mental health. The importance of investing in resources to make sure affordable health care and access to mental health facilities is higher than ever. If you or someone you know finds that procrastination is taking over your life, talk to your local health care provider on steps you can take. It is important to know that your mental health and well-being is important and that by taking care of yourself, you can take on the world one task at a time. Ultimately, your daily actions determine what your goals are. It's up to you to make sure your actions and goals know what their roles are. Meaning, you must self-assess. Look in that mirror and confess that you are not giving 1,000%. You are not putting every ounce of your heart and soul into it. Now let's fix this. Your teacher or professor assigns the work. Your teacher or professor schedules the test. It's up to you to manage your study time so you can put your best foot forward. So when you're playing video games, when you're shopping at the mall, when you're surfing the internet at your leisure, when you're out with your friends grabbing a pizza, when you're browsing social media for hours hoping your likes are doubling, or doing a host of other things that don't involve studying or completing an assignment. That's what I mean when I say your actions and your goals are not in alignment because you wrote down graduate. So replace the wasted time with study and watch how quick you become an excellent tester. Your academic stock will soar like an eagle when you become an intellectual time investor. You want to know why you feel the way you feel? You feel stuck. You feel like you can't get anything done in a day. Because you have not made the decision to sit down and prioritize it. 
the great Stephen Covey says, the key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. See, the way to get started is to stop talking and start doing. Those that achieve at a high level, they don't talk about it, they be about it. I love when T.D. Jake says, don't tell me what you gonna do, tell me you got it done. If you wanna be more productive, then I need you to start doing things that the most productive people on this planet do. And if you don't know what those things are, sounds to me like you need to get yourself a mentor because there's someone you know in this life that you say, man, he or she is on top of it. How can they continuously get so much done in a day? Why are they winning? And I feel like I'm losing. You need to study that person. And if you know him personally, go set up a meeting and have a conversation with them and ask them for any tips, tricks, or hacks that they can give you to help you become more productive. Ask them if they'll take you under their wing and hold you accountable for doing things on a daily basis that puts you in a productive light. And I'm sure they will tell you, focus on being productive instead of just being busy. See, that's why you get yourself in trouble because you think you're making good use of your time. And then at the end of the day, you look up and realize you've got nothing done at all. I'm sure that mentor would tell you, make sure each and everything you do has a measurable outcome. Because if you don't know what the outcome is, how can you achieve it? If you can't say I got 10% done, 20% done, 50% done, 75% done, how you gonna know when you're finished? See, effective performance is preceded by painstaking preparation. And the number one problem for those that are less productive is they simply fail to prepare. They simply fail to plan. They simply lack discipline. As a matter of fact, Abraham Lincoln said, discipline is choosing between what you want now and what you want most. And you keep telling the world that you want greatness. You keep telling the world that you want to achieve at a high level. But your actions, <laughs> your actions are painting a totally different picture. Your actions are saying something else. So you get out of this life exactly what you put into it. How you gonna get money out of your bank account and you ain't put no money in? How you gonna get production out of a day that you did everything opposite of what production really is? If you're like most people, it's painful to sit down and try to put together a plan. It's painful to sit down and try to think about A, B, C, D and make it all linear. You just wanna get up and go, go, go. But at the end of the day, you have nothing to show, show, show. See, champions, they focus on the productivity. They focus on the production. Because without production, there is a massive reduction 
not only in their pay, but in their spirit, in their will. So you have to associate more pain with not being productive than the pain you associate with sitting your butt down and taking the time to come up with a strategic plan that will lead you on the road to riches, that will lead you on the road to success, that will lead you on the road to greatness, that will lead you on the road to massive productivity. It's simple math. You plus production equals next level greatness. I love this quote. It says, growth and productivity, however it occurs, has a disruptive side to it in the short term. Most things that contribute to growth and productivity are very, very painful. But anything worth having is going to be disruptive to your life. Anything worth having is going to cause some discomfort. You know the motto. If it doesn't shake you up a little bit, if it doesn't make you uncomfortable, then nine times out of 10, it won't get results. I want you to fast forward. The things you do now are going to directly affect the outcome you achieve later. But think about something that you didn't want to do in the past and you did it anyway. Remember how you felt, how you felt that sense of pride. For people that feel like they're wasting their time, they're not getting the results they want, what is one thing that they could be doing right now that would turn things around for them? I think one of the things is the way that we approach time. This is something that almost no one talks about anymore. So I feel like you may be behind. You may actually be behind your destiny right now. Like maybe you're not on pace. In fact, I think most people watching this, listening will say, I am behind on achieving my destiny. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I feel like it's slipping. I feel like I'm behind. So you better figure out time differently. And you can bend and manipulate time to your advantage. And so I, about 25 years ago, went, I'm not the most talented. I'm not the smartest, and I'm really not. I don't come from, you know, a whole track record of success. Right? I don't have the perfect upbringing. How in the world am I going to win? I got to do things other people aren't willing to do, and I got to fix the way I look at time. The most stupid, antiquated, ridiculous concept on planet Earth today very well may be that a day is 24 hours. It's so stupid. It's the dumbest thing ever. 24 hour days were contrived when there were no cars. There was no electricity. If I wanted to get you a message, I had to write something down if I could, send it on a horseback, hope you get it. That's insane, never mind the internet. So what used to take hours, days, weeks, months, years to do can be done now in a millisecond in the internet or on our smartphones. Yet we measure the time the same way that guy did? That's bananas, that is so stupid. And so my days now are from 6 a.m. to noon. That's a day, it's six hours. And in that day, some days you just chill. But in that day, I'm gonna get the amount of productivity, faith, working out, fitness, money, business, you name it, in that day. We've all had a morning where we go, I got more done this morning than I have in weeks. Well, why can't you do that every morning? So I measure time, I've compressed and condensed time, I've bent it. My day is 6 a.m. to noon, and I'm not crazy. You're crazy for thinking it takes 24 hours, just like some dude in a cave did 300 years ago. And it's unfair that people have taught you this. 
My second day starts at noon and goes till 6 p.m. That's day two. But what the cool thing is at the end of day one, this clock goes off about noon every day, bro, and goes, what did I just get done? What didn't I do? What do I need to be accountable for? What do I need to double my efforts? Just like you do at the end of most days, right? And then the next day is 6 p.m. to midnight. And some of those are just fun days. Sundays I chill, right? But some days they're really super productive. What I've done now is I have changed a manipulated time. I now get 21 days a week. Stack that up over a month, I'm gonna kick your butt. Stack it up over a year, you're toast. Stack it up over five years, my entire life is different than it would have been otherwise. And if you do this for about 90 of your traditional days that you think are, you will come back to me and go, that profoundly impacted my life. And here's the other thing that happens. The world responds to you differently when you value your time like that. What is precious is valuable. That's why a diamond or this watch is way more expensive than the piece of paper that's written down there because it's more scarce. When your time, when you interact with the world is slightly more scarce, they respond to you as if you're more valuable. So you get more accountability, more productivity, more fun, more joy, and the world flips its response to you. All of a sudden you become more valuable and precious to people when your time is different. And you'll get thousands more days in your life and live a much more blissful and happy life than the person who only gets 24 hours. Building self-confidence is the process of keeping the promises you make to yourself. And if you lack self-confidence, you've got a relationship and reputation with yourself that's not very favorable. But in life, as you know, we don't get like our goal, we get about 25% of our goals. But we ultimately always get our standards. Long-term, you will get your standards. So the question becomes, what's the standard need to be then? And that standard needs to be, you keep the promises you make to yourself and one more. So if you're gonna do 30 minutes on the treadmill every day, you don't do 30 minutes, you do the 30 minutes, you do one more. You're gonna make 10 contacts in a day. You don't make 10 contacts in a day, you do the 10 contacts and you make one more. So you start stacking up mathematically all of these one mores. You've just done more so you're better, but you've changed the standard of your life and you've built this superhuman type self-confidence that I not only do what I say I'm going to do, I do one more than I'm saying I'm going to do, and that's something almost nobody's willing to do, so I'm going to get things almost nobody's going to get. So that's one thing initially everybody can do. This is something that if we could train ourselves to do, our entire lives would change, which is that do the inconvenient or difficult thing in your day or in your life. Human nature is to avoid that. You, talk, you call it being lazy, but it's just to avoid the inconvenient. Napoleon Hill says in Think and Grow Rich, which I love, he says, on the other type of temporary pain, you are introduced to your other self. And that other self produces another life. So what we have to change, I think, to some extent is our relationship with pain. I'm willing to pursue pain. I'm willing to pursue discomfort and do the inconvenient thing because on the other side of that, I have extended my capacity. I've literally changed who I am by getting on the other side of that. When you find a family or a person that's happy and successful, or either one, somewhere back in their lineage, they weren't. That family wasn't. And then the one shows up. The one. And that one changes that family forever. It changes the way they live, the way the world treats them, the way they think. They're the Neo. They're the one in their family. And in my family, I'm the one. I'm the one. I didn't like it. I didn't hope for it. I fought for it. And if you're listening to this or watching it, why don't you consider the fact that potentially maybe you're the one? And the fact that you don't think you are, or that you're not qualified to be the one, or don't have the background or the skills or the confidence, probably makes you the one, because that was me. 
So if you're listening to this or watching it, stop discounting yourself. Stop carrying these bags of your life of the things you're embarrassed or ashamed of or that you think are insignificant, that don't amount to anything. Those are the things, you, precious you, that could change another precious human being's life in a moment where they need you the most. And if you don't believe you're qualified, if you don't believe you can do it, you're gonna miss those moments in your life. And your entire existence here wasn't what it was supposed to be. I was with Kobe the week before he passed away. Mm. I wonder if someone would have whispered, Kobe, when he got in the car today. Six more days. How would that week maybe have been different for him? Mm. What would he have said? Who would he have loved? Who would he have reached out to? What would have mattered to him? About the Saturday before, Kobe, one more day. See, it hits us when I say that. And there's a whisper happening that you can't hear. We forget, we're gonna die. Napoleon Hill says, begin with the end in mind. What if you do that with your life? What if you began with the end of your life in mind and worked it backwards? See, when we begin to distill downs and we realize, yeah, there's a power to one more because they're not promised how many we have. And there's a power and there's a blessing that you get one more in your life. Have another day to change their life. They have another opportunity to do one more. They have another opportunity to make their family proud of them. They still have more time. They don't just have one more day probably to be the one in their family. Life is beautiful, it's precious. And sometimes we only have an appreciation for it in its absence. Sometimes we only have an appreciation for the power of the one mores or the people in our lives when we imagine their absence. And so I would just ask everybody to consider that. Four million subscribers is no joke. And to thank everyone for all their support, we decided to do a thank you giveaway to celebrate this massive milestone for M2S. To sign up to the giveaway, you need to join our M2S Discord. Link is in the description. I need you to live every day like there's no tomorrow. It's possible that you're just one decision away from your breakthrough. The sacrifice like there is no tomorrow. There is no passion to be found in settling for a life that is less than the one you are capable of living. So my question for you is, what are you waiting for? Live like there's no tomorrow. And we're waiting for these perfect conditions and we keep thinking that perfect is coming tomorrow. Perfect doesn't come to you. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. I don't feel like doing it right now. I don't feel like thinking again. I don't feel like writing it down again. I don't feel like reading it again. I don't wanna talk about it. I'll do it tomorrow. Let me tell you something. If you wait until you are ready, you might be waiting the rest of your life. No more tomorrows, no more excuses, no more I can't because, no more I'm too tired, no more it's too hard, no more I'm not good enough. In spite of everything that is happening in your life right now, you are still here. And that means that you have another opportunity to create the life you desire and so it doesn't matter how slow you're going as long as you're going just get started I have to execute I have to give it everything I have like I know there is no tomorrow there is no tomorrow 
If you hear my voice, turn the TV off. Get up. Put that pen to paper and start executing. Wallowing in misery? Saying it's not the perfect time? Saying you're not ready yet? Not believing in you? Stop waiting to feel like it. Everyone has the same amount of hours in a day, but some people waste their time while others maximize their time. Even if you have to take a break, just don't stop. Someday I'll do this, someday I'll do that. Well, that day is today. No more tomorrows. This is my only opportunity we have today. It's never too late to be what you might have been. Don't put your future into someone else's hands. You're not going to feel the process all the time. You're not going to see it. Some days you're not going to want to write about it. You're not going to want to talk about it. You're not going to want to think about it. You're going to have migraines thinking about the sacrifices that are required to get to this next level. But just don't stop. What if today was the day that success had your name written on it? Procrastination is the thief of destination. Today, I want to remind you that you are not average. I want to remind you that you have what it takes. All you have right now is today. So give it your all. You've got this. You missed the energy. There are no more tomorrows. And you have to live like today is the last day that you have a chance to achieve the things that you want to achieve. Today, not tomorrow. Stop looking back at what happened yesterday. Don't let that deter you. No fear, no doubt, no reservation. See, success is reserved for you. So what's your hesitation? So if you've been doubting yourself, stop. If you've been doubting your abilities, stop. If you've been putting yourself down, stop. Because doubt is the enemy of progress. You can get to a place in your life where you are so tired that you can hardly move. And they said if you look up, you can get up. And you can be so fragmented, so beat up, that you can't even open your eyes. And so every opportunity that comes, every person that comes, every wind of change that blows, your response is, I'll do it tomorrow. When I do it tomorrow, I can wait, it can wait. And that's because we've lost the urgency. See, tomorrow is promised to no one. But you already knew that. This is your life. I need you to own it. It's got to start right now, this very moment. you got to be willing to put in the work when you feel like it. And you've got to be willing to put in the work when you don't feel like it. You've got to be willing to show up when you feel confident. And you've got to be willing to show up when you're feeling uncertain. My future ain't at the game. My future ain't at the mall. My future is in me, giving every ounce of my soul, every ounce of my being, everything I got. 
No more tomorrows. Give everything you got today. There is absolutely no tomorrow. That needs to be your new mindset. That needs to be your new mantra. I need you to get it through your thick skull. No one knows what will happen tomorrow. But today you have to achieve more than you did yesterday. So take action today. Go after your dreams today. Get out of your comfort zone today. Come on, you gotta stop overthinking. Like you're thinking this thing, you're thinking yourself out of it. And you're negotiating your path out of this obligation, this opportunity, this moment in time where you could really become something, really accomplish something. We've got to get to the place where we have non-negotiables. Like, yo, I'm not, I'm not negotiating myself out of this. This is not a conversation I'm available for. I'm not going to keep thinking myself out of destiny, out of purpose, out of connection. I don't have time. I'm completely unavailable. And every single day, I'm living like it's my last. I'm putting it all on the table. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 